All right, you ready? We gotta be this close. We don't, but I scoot over some. It's a tad bit, girl. Can't breathe. <laughs> hey, you got this little bitty couch. Don't hate. All right, <laughs> I look weird. <laughs> I look weird. <laughs> Yeah. All right, don't be looking up my draws now. Hello, Club Culture family. If you are on YouTube, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and hit that bell. And if you are on your favorite streaming platform, thank you for tuning in. This is episode 23, and I got my little sister here, Lucky Ray. Little. <laughs> hey, y'all. How y'all doing? I look at the camera, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, my little sister. We are in New York right now, New recording York. this episode. What? New York. Okay, and why? Why are we in New York, Tamisha? Because so basically, I just wanted you to come out here so we could shoot some content. Mm-hmm. And just what we're doing now. First, we started with your content, which is your podcast. What is called? You got to say it. Club you, coach. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Go ahead, Ari. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tamisha, why haven't we done any content yet? This is day two, and I have not done any content with you. Wait, since being in New York? Yes. Because when you first came here, when we first got here, it's because I was just tired and you was tired. Don't be trying to make me be the problem. Because <laughs> it was the first day. I just wanted you to just chill. Now, today is the second day. Today is a new day. And I guess you woke up late. You woke up around 11. So we supposed to, we supposed to shout around like 12 noon. And why, why we didn't shoot? Because I went to Primark. It just opened. Brooklyn. In downtown Brooklyn. Yeah, if y'all live in New York, it just opened. Primark. When I tell y'all, she should never tell Did y'all me. hear anything she just said? <laughs> 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 I barely said heard what you just said. She should have never told me about no Primark. That Primark Pride, store? Pride Mark. Pride Mark. Pride Mark. <laughs> She's a Pride Mark. Ass straight, bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was in my head. Tamisha. It truth. <laughs> my thoughts. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Come on. Okay. What got you to New York? Let them know that. Okay. Let's be serious by now. Okay. Since if y'all... You know, haven't seen me on TikTok or whatever. Um, oh, Chicago Fire. Oh, Equalizer with Queen Latifah. Well, I am an actress slash poet. And um, my management team is out here in New York. And she said, hey, the only way to go about it is if you move to New York. We both can help each other out. You're too far for me. So why not? So, yeah. I'm here in New York now because my career is calling. Had, no, I, I can't talk. This is, see, New York is too loud. These sound was going crazy. So it's messing with my thoughts. But, yeah. I moved out here because my manager said, come out here. It's time to shine bright like a diamond. So that's where. Why are you so dramatic? <laughs> that's what I'm That's doing. why I can't sit and talk to you for too long. <laughs> this would be a whole two hours of me being annoyed. <laughs> I can't stand dramatic people. <laughs> okay, come on, girl. All right, so we're going to play a little game of weird or not. And I know goddamn well you do not watch the pod enough. So this should be your first time. Playing this game. Now, if you are new to the podcast, uh, whenever I have guests, I like to do this game called Weird or Naw. Um, and basically, I'm going to give Lucky a headline. And she has to say if it's weird or naw. 
and she can only explain in one sentence. So, do you understand the rules? Just play it. I'm, I think I do. All right. Hawaiian airline flight left 36 passengers injured from experiencing turbulence. Weird or no? That's weird. Why? It's weird because what's wrong with that plane? Okay. <laughs> so that was your sentence and you said weird or no. That's how you play. Okay, cuz that's real weird. We in we in 20 Ah, you want to get one okay, sentence. Sorry, sorry. Trey Songs turns himself in for allegedly brutalizing two people at a New York City bowling alley. Weird or no? That's weird. Why? Because he a grown man putting his hands on women. Come on, grow up. Who told you it was women? If it was men to grow up. Uh, a pet shop owner says suspects threw a guinea a stolen guinea pig at him. No, that's no. Why is why is that no? Wait, repeat that. Repeat that again. <laughs> Sarah, if you laugh, it's okay. <laughs> you are a part of the audience here. <laughs> we have Sarah here too. Sarah is Lucky's friend from New York. Hey, Sarah. Uh, so I'm gonna say it again. Okay. A pet shop owner says suspect threw a stolen pi- guinea pig at him. <laughs> Weird or not? <laughs> What? It's, I feel like it's both. Can I say both? No, you go just say weird or no. I would say no, just because, like, that's what they felt in the moment. And, like, did they harm anyone? Okay. You know? Uh, French serial killer The Serpent was released from jail. Why was he really, just say weird or no? Weird or no, and then you get a sentence for why? No. Why? Because I don't know. Why he was released. Okay. Uh, Twitch, uh, Stefan Twitch boss passes away at the age of 40. Weird or no? That's weird. Why? Because. That's it? No. <laughs> no, actually it's no. Okay. I say it's no because I know the reason why he died. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying it no because that's life. Mm-hmm. And. A bigger picture behind his death is mental health matters. Check on your strong and goofy friends at the end of the day. All right. California woman convicted of killing stepdad after finding new photos of herself on his computer. Weird or no? He killed his stepdad? She killed her stepdad Uh and was convicted of killing him. Because? She found new pictures of herself on his computer. Oh, that's no. That's no. I salute her. Because why? Why are you doing that? little nasty. A girl asked if she could keep a unicorn in her yard. L.A. County gave her a license to do so. That's not. Why? Because everybody has their imaginations. It's life. Okay. Uh, uh, Steve Jobs warned Al Birkenstock sales for $218,000 at an auction. Weird or not? Repeat that. Steve Jobs warned out Birkenstock sale for $218,000 at an auction. I don't understand. Okay, so Steve Jobs, mm-hmm. the, the man that created Apple, yeah, his old Birkenstocks sold at an auction for $218,000. So he, he that's his money? No, somebody bought, yeah, somebody bought it for him. Oh, that's not, that's, uh, no. 
Why? Because she got paid. <laughs> okay. I that. Shoot. Indiana woman dies after catching her mattress on fire while smoking. <laughs> wow. Well, you going to laugh at a lady dying? That's, That's crazy. Wow. That's no. What? <laughs> she, she killed her own self by accident. <laughs> Doing some stupid stuff. Wow. That's what she did. Sorry, y'all. America's mullet competition will soon crown the next top mullet. Weird or no? That's weird. <laughs> Why? Because that's some white people shit. <laughs> <laughs> what? Say it with your chest. <laughs> that's some white people shit. All right. So that was weird or no. Thank you for playing. Now, let's talk about growing up together. The pe- the people on the pod they get a uh, they get to know me a little bit and like you're the first person that I personally have grown up with, then you're the first to be on the pod, so you will be the first person to let them know what it was like growing up with me. Let me put this tea down because <laughs> it's some tea. <laughs> you <get> it? <laughs> you're so fucking lame. Come on, go on. All right, so talk about growing up. And your perspective of living in the same household as me. <clears throat> I would say overly protective. Who's overly protective? I feel like you was more. No, it was both of y'all. Because I'm the baby out of the family. So I kind of had that to me. But you was overly protective. You really was without you knowing. But I knew. Because you was overly protective towards me. So, yeah, I would say that. Um... A game head. Talk about your experience. Don't talk about living with me, but like just. So we are siblings and we had the same parents. We lived in the same household. Mm-hmm. What was your experience? Just you growing up in that same household. Because we. It's crazy that people can be siblings and oh. have different, <clears throat> completely different experiences. So what was yours? Okay. Living in a household. Just me. Thinking about me. Mm. <sighs> I don't know. I was the outcast. And I say that because our mother, she cherished Tamaya more when it comes to, like, dreams-wise, you know? Explain that a little bit. I would say, because she did the sports, academics. She was all always on top, pretty much. Um, so, like, with me, I had the dreams of, you know, the performing arts side, acting and all that type of stuff. Um, so it's kind of like... My mama helped me here and there when she can. And I basically felt like I had to follow my dreams by myself without any help in a way. While Tamaya, my mama bought her the next basketball shoes right then and there, stuff like that. And then I had, like, guitar lessons that I wanted to do. I only went to one guitar lesson. And she said, I got you, I got you, you know, uh, next month, blah, blah, blah. Still, still no type of lessons with guitar. And so to today, I'm... I want to still learn how to play guitar, but now I have the money to do that, you know, so I can do that on my own. But, yeah, the little things, it was the little things like that. I just felt like my mama was helping everyone else in the household but me to a certain extent. Oh, of course, like the shelter, so like, you know, the food, the clothes, of course, we all got that. But when it came to, like, stuff that I wanted to do, I couldn't really do it because she had to worry about her needs and my sister needs my other sister needs pretty much i just basically had to figure out my own how to chase my dreams by myself 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. So do you think that without having, with seeing your uh, our mom go hard and put most of her resources <laughs> towards her other uh, daughters, did that affect you mentally in a way? Yeah, it did. Because when it came to, I would say, applying for colleges and stuff like that, she wasn't really on me how she was on you. She was on me? It was like, When you say that, what do you mean by on you? It was kind of like, I don't know. It's it's like she. I feel like she didn't she didn't apply that much pressure towards me when it came to college. She knew like, okay, go to college and stuff like that. She always said, go to college, do this and that, blah blah blah. But I didn't have the support how you have the support. I would say freshman year until and then you came along, you did it yourself. But when it came to like just going to college, being prepared and stuff like that, I didn't have that support. When I first started off college, I didn't know nothing. At least you knew, because academic-wise, you was up there and stuff like that. That's just you. But me, I just felt like I was alone in that. And then, and that messed with me mentally in college, because I wasn't prepared at all. Um, Money-wise, stuff like nothing. I was not prepared. And so depression came to the midst. And, like, I dropped out. Um, I, was, I would always say it was due to, like, uh... I didn't like how the, the my major in theater was at that time, but that really wasn't the real reason. It was the fact that I felt alone and I didn't really have the support that I needed from uh, my mom. And then that went back to not having the support from like just by acting and stuff like that growing up. So it just kept following me and like it messed with me mentally. And I had to basically realize, oh, I got to get this on my own pretty much. <laughs> Now, so now I got that model <clears throat> in my head. So what is your uh, mindset on, like, independence? Do you feel like you had to force yourself to learn that or that's something that was taught to you of being independent? Um, It go both because I saw how, the you know, my mom, um, Aram pretty much, she was, she's very independent. Mm-hmm. Growing up, she was very independent, um, and we saw that. So that basically, and she's a very powerful woman, so that basically put, we put that basically got into our heads, like, we have to do this on our own, uh-huh. stuff like that. So when I say, and then I would say, why I say both is because with that, with, I can't really say it in words. We grew up. Having independency due to our mom. We mm-hmm. saw her doing everything on her own. Mm-hmm. And then it came to a point where she stopped providing for us at the age, I would say, of 18 in a way. Okay. Towards where now we really now step into her shoes. Okay, now we have to take on this independency in life. Okay. You get me? I get it. So... Have you ever had a conversation with your mother to tell her how you feel as if she was not there for you like she was there for me and Tamia? Oh, yeah. If no one knows, Tamia is our older sister. This is Tamisha. I am Tamaya. And my mom my mom name is Tamika. And we're all T's. Yes. Um, actually, yeah. It was like before I moved out to New York, then a couple uh, months back after that. Um she was sitting on the toilet, and I came into the bathroom. Um, and we just talking, and she brought that up or whatever. She said, do you feel like basically what you said, um, 
Do you feel like um, I oh I forgot what she said, but she brought it up, and I said some everything else I was cool with, but it's like certain things that I wanted to do, but you did for Tamaya, but not me in a way. Um, when I said something about the guitar lesson, she understood that part, and then I talked about college, and I was like some yeah, it's that was the main thing. I I actually wanted to go to college and stuff like that. I just felt like I just didn't have the support, and you keep applying it in my head no go when you going back to college when you going back to college and I'm like but when I was in college you wasn't there and like you're not gonna help me pay for it so stop you know saying go to college stuff like that if um and she still and she stopped saying that after we had that talk pretty much so that we're not confusing the listeners tell the listeners about you going to college and that experience of figuring out what college you wanted to go to did you know that you did not want to go to college when it was being told to you that you supposed to go there? Um, no, I wanted to go to college. Okay. Yeah. So when you got there and you said you felt like you were unprepared and you didn't have any help, what was going on when you were in college feeling that way? Um, I would say like the money wise, it was hard finding a job at first. And like, I tried to ask my parents and like, they, I, like, she didn't have it either at that time. So it's kind of like, oh, now I'm in a bubble, so I got to figure out how to really survive in college because mm-hmm. my uh, freaking grant was only going to do so much. Um, so it was kind of just that. It was money and then, like, just the support of pep talking, like, you got this, stuff like that. Yeah. Of course, I had my best friend Bree there with me, so we both was, like, helping each other out, but... Most of the time, I felt alone because she had her own friends, and it was just me, and I was still trying to find friends. And I found the friends, but I know genuinely they really wasn't that type of friends that I would talk to on that deeper level. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it was kind of like I had really talks within myself in my room and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's because, I don't know, I feel like I shouldn't have to call the people that I love, um, like my mom, that stuff like that, in order for them to give me a pep talk. They should want to call their daughters because they know that this is my first time in college. Mm -hmm. I'm the baby out of the whole family. I'm away, two hours away from home. Y'all pick up the phone to call call me in a way. Okay. Where was I when you you were a freshman in college? To be honest, I don't even know. I was in college. You was in college, but like... (laughs) 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 So it was kind of... I didn't know where y'all was because I feel like we always just do... Trying to survive, do our own thing in a way. Yeah. Trying to be something for ourselves. And it's kind of like, you know, it was hard. So did you want that support? Dang, Ari. <laughs> did you want that support when uh, from your sisters? Like, did you want some type of support from yeah, your sisters? I I did. I wanted support from everyone. I feel like I just lacked it. It was just a lack of support with Throughout my whole life, in a way, because mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like it was just like I don't know. The, I felt like that's why also I played sports, just so I can get that recognition. Like, okay, <laughs> look at me, pretty much. Like from, so so you say you play sports so that you can get some type of recognition because you wasn't getting it in the household. In the household, and plus, like of course, y'all came to like some of my uh, plays and stuff like that. But it was just like different. It wasn't like how. It was with you, in a way. Okay. See, 
I think this is interesting because I have this issue with um, we're giving people words of affirmations. I know that's what people like, but I have a hard time with it because I'm always here with all the levels of success that I strive for. And like you've already said, when it came to academics, I was a superb student. When it came to athletics, I was the top player. So if you're not amongst the best, then it's really hard for me to set myself aside and be like, hey, you're doing good because I don't believe in mediocrity. And I always say that to you, like, who who wants to be average? And so if I see you being average, it's really hard for me to separate that uh, that principle I have in myself that I have modeled myself to be by, to put words of affirmation into people that are not me. <clears throat> and so I would like to apologize because I'm still growing and, and I still do not understand how to separate myself and just put love into people. And then, like, um, you say you you did sports because you wanted to get that that recognition that you saw me getting from a lot of people. Yeah. Did you feel like you ever got that recognition you thought you could get if you played sports? No, then it got to a point where I was just like, okay. Because, like, my friends, they started playing sports, too. We all It was just kind of like a, okay, I'm going to stick with this just because I know my friends is in sports as well, and it's how we bond in pretty much. Mm-hmm. And then I got to love soccer even more, so it was kind of like I got my own thing now, which was soccer pretty mm-hmm. much. Okay, so when it came to performing arts, because you were slowly, I feel like when you got to uh, high school, that's when you started walking into that more because you mm-hmm. had opportunities to actually be a part of something. Um. I was there. Yeah. I was there almost every play, every performance. So um, I can't say like, oh, you didn't have any recognition. I just don't think that. I think that if people were more vocal and just spoke love into you, you would have felt it. It was that. It was kind of like, okay, y'all was there. But like. No, but like I was there. Yeah, you was there. I'm saying like. it's just I wasn't there like how mama is there. Like, she there and she the loud mouth parent that's like, that's yeah. my baby. You wanted that. Yep. No, not really. It wasn't even that. Mama was there, too, for certain my place. I'm talking about, I would say, okay, we got high school. But when I once I got out of high school, like, even during high school, like, that stuff in high school is, like, that was, like, the small stuff. It's kind of, like, outside of stuff, outside of high school, which is, was going to auditions, going to uh, mm-hmm. you know, casting calls and all that. I just felt like I had to do it on my own, mm-hmm. and that's the that was the big thing. That I like that's this is my passion. This is what yeah. I want to do in life. And here, here is a oh plan B. What's your plan B? But no, I'm telling you, this is what I want to do. I don't have a plan B, but I understand where you're coming from. Okay, Listen I get to what me. <laughs> like so, you because said, that is like baby not- stuff. No, this is like this is what I want to do in life. I'm going to college for this. And, like, I just felt like. I understand that because if if I'm telling somebody, like, hey, I really love basketball, but you saying, like, well, you should go to college. But I'm telling you, like, I really want to do basketball. And so whenever, like, say my birthday is coming, you shouldn't have to say what do you want from your birthday. You should be like, I'm going to give you a new basketball. Like, you should just be actively showing that you're listening and learning about me without me having to always tell you about me. Yeah. Is that what you're trying to say? Okay, I'm into that too. 
Oh, it's okay. Uh, I, it's still recording. Yeah. Um. So, I definitely uh agree with you. A lot of resources was was being put into me to pursue basketball. Can I answer why? No. I think we would have to go to the source to figure out why, which is our mother. Um, there was a lot of things that I still had to go without to do so because we didn't have the most. We just had a single mom, so yeah. she could only do so much. And I, if I was to answer for her. I would probably say that she was probably cho- uh, choosing the the path that made the most sense to her, that she can see a for sure success with. And I get that, but at the same time, I don't know. It's just. Have you ever d- done some something with your own money and you was like, I really want this shirt, this dress, but I know that this dress is more affordable and I could just rock this one? Yeah. All the I time. feel like that's mm-hmm. kind of the decision that Sometimes I still Mama don't. probably made. Like <laughs> <laughs> what you just say? <laughs> what you just say? Okay, that's it. <laughs> it's not funny the second time, man. Okay. <laughs> it probably wasn't funny the first time. Sarah just being nice to you. <laughs> okay, so, so now that we done got a little bit into your upbringing and childhood, let's play this game that I want to play with you. Truth or slap? <laughs> so I'm going to ask you something, and you got to tell me whether it's true and give a little bit more to the question to answer it, mm-hmm. or you could choose not to answer it and get slapped. Okay, this don't slap me hard. No promises. You could ask me something too, but you didn't come prepared with questions, but I did. Okay. So, have you ever criminally stolen something from me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? All the time. <laughs> Your clothes, perfume, earrings. Yeah, but you got caught doing those. Socks. Oh. Okay. What's something you ain't never get caught by uh, from doing that you stole from me? I, it was a long time ago. But it was like like you had some like food, snacks, or something. <laughs> <laughs> and I, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I can't really. It's not getting. I just know I stole from you, but it was just like the small stuff that I would try to hide. Like for example, if you had some cookies and you didn't have to touch the cookies, uh-huh. I would take two out, but then scoot, <laughs> try to scoot. Oh, okay. <laughs> stuff right. like that. That's why you can't come over my crib because you be <laughs> taking shit that ain't yours. <laughs> Oh, and like your Gatorades, I I will like sip some of your Gatorades and put water in it. <laughs> you used to do that? Yeah. Sorry. It wasn't COVID back then. That's disgusting. <laughs> so I was drinking from off of you? Yeah, you was drinking halfway water a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I did that to mama sometimes. <laughs> 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 Chill, chill, chill on me. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever secretly caused me to get a whooping or a punishment? (laughs) I think I know. I don't remember, but I know yes. I know. (laughs) Yes, that's the the truth. I know. Mm -hmm. I feel like I get to slap you just because. (laughs) Uh, Oh. Have you ever lied to me about something very serious that you can tell me now? Hmm. Actually, no. Okay. You just want to slap me. <laughs> what I got to lie for? 
You ain't making this fun. <laughs> I want to slap your Girl, ass. what's the other question? Huh. Man, you ain't about to slap me. You remember when we used to get whoopings? <laughs> and um, we would all get whoopings at the same time. Yeah. And when we all, like, would go back to our rooms. <laughs> <laughs> I used to laugh at y'all for crying. For crying. <laughs> and, you, and when I used to get whoopings by myself, y'all would wait for me to go in the room and laugh at me. <laughs> they got to a point where the whoopings didn't, didn't they hurt, hurt anymore. anymore. <laughs> I was like, say less. You know, when they didn't hurt anymore, we used to just sit and see who was going to cry so we could laugh at them. <laughs> Even though I ain't gonna, I always cried, but <laughs> it was still funny. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I, I think I had stopped writing more questions to ask you, so we gonna skip past it. <laughs> so I'm gonna still smack your ass. Um, when did you... <laughs> girl? You gotta be quicker than that. Where did this passion for <laughs> performing arts come from? Okay, it's very cliche, but you know, I would think I was like seven. Yeah, and you know, Raven Simone. That's a raven. The stud. <laughs> <laughs> she by right show. <laughs> <laughs> she got this new face that she do. <laughs> <laughs> she be like that on TikTok. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but she fired though. Okay. <laughs> Girl. Okay. That's her raven. <laughs> that was my show, and I said some. No, I was 10 when I said that, playing a Wii, and I switched on. That's her raven. I was like, I want to be that. I want to be on TV. And I was like, yeah. So I'm going to try to find ways to be on TV. And look at me now. On TV? I'm on TV. On Hulu? <laughs> Actually, yeah, heifer. Chicago Fire. Chicago Fire. Season 10. Uh-huh. Episode 15. Okay. Equalizer mm-hmm. with Queen Latifah guest star, season two, episode nine. Why are you so dramatic with everything you do? Why can't you just say season ten, episode nine, Equalizer? I feel like if I slow it down a little bit, I'm gonna get it out. Sometimes I'll be stuttering, and I don't got time for that. Okay. So. Did you truly think that you could sing when you was growing up? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I, I just had a different type of voice, you know? A different type of style, in a way. I wasn't like nobody else. Yes, I was you different. Were. You were like a lot of people. No, See? You were like a lot of those no. white singers growing up. Uh-uh. That sang like Chandelier, Sia. No. You, you hating. Like, I really had that folktale type of voice. Like, Ari Lennox, uh... <laughs> Caesar, no, you Caesar, 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 Caesar. Sorry, girl. Um, who else? Oh, Erica Badu. Like I really had that voice. No, you didn't have. You couldn't sing to me, sir. Come. No, really, really try to sing something real. Give me ten seconds of a really singing for real. Something told me <laughs> it was over when I saw you and her talking. Uh, 
I was just, I was just. Okay, that was ten seconds. That was ten seconds. That was ten seconds. So, uh, Sarah, can Tamisha sing? I really can't. No. She can. Everybody, I feel like everybody has the ability to sing, but I cannot fucking stand Tamisha growing up. She cannot (laughs) sing. I was the singer in the family, and I used to think Tamisha was purposely doing this because she wanted attention. No, I can no, I can really sing, girl. Growing up, I really thought I had the voice, and I still do. I feel like certain I can songs, you. certain songs, like the skinny look. Come on, skinny love. Used to fucking irritate <laughs> me because every song Tamisha was singing was <laughs> "I was born by the river in a little tent." <laughs> no, in a little tent. <laughs> Good. Don't do too much. No, you cannot sing. I really hope you do not grow up and tell your children that you was a good singer like our mom did. (laughs) (laughs) At least you had me up with that. (laughs) No. Okay, so performing arts, acting, poetry. What are the positives and the negatives about pursuing an acting career? You get, okay, the cons is, the negatives is you get a lot, a lot of notes. Sometimes you might get more yeses and no's, but you you lucky if you do. That's a blessing. But you get a lot of no's. A lot of people can tell you that's in this industry that you get a lot of no's, you know? Mm-hmm. But that builds character. And it helped me to be patient in life pretty much because my time is coming. But the positives is I feel like I found myself through acting. Okay. Yes. Um, I don't know because I felt like I was shy growing up. So, yeah, once I found out about acting, stuff like, stuff like that, it broke me out of my show. So, it helped me be who I am now. Okay. Now we got to post our nephew. He funny. Oh, well, we can post that video when, um, when Tamia had slapped you. <laughs> <laughs> when Tamia had slapped you and it went viral on Facebook. Leave me alone. I'm going to put that. So, it was this video a long time ago when we was like, I don't know. 12 and 14 and we were all like well at some type of office yeah. and my mama had to go handle some business and they was doing like this uh knuckle uh slap thing where you put your hand up and you punch the hand and then so my older sister and, and Tamisha was going back and forth on putting their hand up and, and punching the hand <laughs> until you gave up <laughs> and then Tamisha <laughs> Tamisha put her hand up instead of t- Tamisha punching her hand she had punched in her face and she had posted it on Facebook and every year her friends uh shared again and that's when I had my chipped tooth so it was just all over the place yeah I had, that dang I almost forgot you had a chipped tooth shut up to my <laughs> See that's what happened. You try to play basketball, you don't know how to play. You tripped your tooth. I got a picture too. You go put it right there. Send me the picture. Send me the pictures. I put it right there. Oh. Okay. All right. Let's 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 get a little deep now. Let's get a little deep. So this theme that I got going for the pod this season is healing your inner child. And so every uh, mental health sector that we get to in episodes, we want to talk about something similar to that. So if you say that you didn't have any, like, guidance or structure to help you with choosing your passions passions and dreams and going through schooling, did you have any guidance when it came to dating? No. 
Did you have the birds and the bees talk? No. Where did you learn anything that had to do with, like, love and the opposite sex? I would say I learned what not to do in order to learn what to do. And did you have to just go do it to learn not to do it or things were showing you what not to do before you went to go do stuff? Yeah, things were showing me. I'm I'm an observer. So I saw my friends. I saw my sister. saw my aunties. saw Sisters. my mama. Girl, I ain't do nothing. <laughs> I ain't do nothing. Look at you now. <laughs> <laughs> You're fruity. <laughs> Girl. Men wasn't working out. <laughs> Girl, I ain't never tried no men. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Talking about men wasn't working out. Men ain't working out for you. Look at you, single and lonely and miserable. <laughs> now, how is your dating life? Um, I'm at a point in my life where I'm ready to be back in a relationship, but I'm taking my time just because I learned from my mistakes, you know? Mm-hmm. So right now, I'm just going with the flow, but in a more positive and Positive and clearer mindset. Okay. You ever had a whole stage? Um, no. Okay, that's boring. I don't, I don't <laughs> know how to be. I don't know how to be a hoe. I don't know how to be a hoe either. But at least try. I tried. No, you ain't. No, you didn't. Don't be trying to be <laughs> <Did> no hoe. <laughs> well, I don't know how to be a hoe because, like, back when I tried to, like, just like you know. Get to talk to him, you know. Back when I first started off, you know, talking to guys and stuff like that, I didn't know how to talk to them. So you still I, don't, girl. Can they talk to me? <laughs> Stop talking to Tamisha. If you find her cute, don't say nothing to her and see if she'll come after you. N- now I'm at the age where I do put some more step in my pet when it comes to finding love. I be sliding up. I be like, hey, you handsome. <laughs> <laughs> I be like, hey, sweetheart. Tamisha, your preference is disturbing. Girl. What what got you liking the men that you like? <laughs> what are you talking about? What's your type, Tamisha? Okay. I love me black men. I love me some black men. No, you don't. Black men, black men, black men. Girl, you like biracial men. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, I do. But like, I don't know. For some reason, the, the light skin just be coming to me. But I love me all around. All shades in a way. You don't see no color? <laughs> I don't see no color. Because at the end of the day, I know I want my kids to be my color. Like I want How you don't see no color, but you want your kids to be your color. Oh, so that yeah, means you dang. see color and you want them to be your color. I want some black babies. So like right You want some black biracial babies? The thing is, I'm scared they might turn out white. Um, you know, the way I'm wearing all this stuff, y'all probably gonna pin in the comments, oh my gosh, she a colorist. Oh, she not even black. Oh, oh. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> People say things. like like, (laughs) no no like i put it one of my pieces you can have your preference but shut up about black women but like what i'm saying you can have your preference but i still appreciate the kind of woman that raised 
I can't really put into. I was talking <laughs> she about black to, men. She trying to crawl. She trying to crawl her way out of this. She said, "Y'all can say what y'all want to say, <laughs> but people be saying things." <laughs> you need a PR agent already. Name. <laughs> you can cancel after this. <laughs> cancel me. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> so. <laughs> Okay, so I'm actually uh uh a question I do not want the answer to, but I'm gonna ask you still. What is your experience with sex? When you was getting closer to being more open to popping your little cherry, oh. what motivated you to just do it? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> all right if you don't want to answer say no comment no comment (laughs) (laughs) okay so um (laughs) i asked you if you had anything you ain't want to talk about on the pod you were supposed to tell me i forgot about that girl all right i'm sorry what are your fears with sex? <sighs> End up having a baby with someone I don't really want to be with. You can't co-parent? <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to do that? Uh-huh. I don't want to co-parent. I want to be in love. I want to have a family. I want us to be like this. Zoom in like this. Okay, because nowadays it's always co-parenting, co-parenting. Oh, it worked out, then it don't work out. Now y'all co-parenting. I'm going to keep saying co-parenting. I, some people love that. It is what it is. That's them. That's what they like. But me, I don't want to co-parent. I really don't. And I also don't want to be in a relationship that's, that I'm just like so miserable with that person just because we're sticking with this baby because we got a kid. You know how some folks like to stick together mm-hmm. just, because, just for a child? Mm-hmm. I don't want that either, so I guess I got to co-parent. God damn. <laughs> you always say that you wanted a bunch of kids. Why the fuck do you want so many kids? I don't I just love kids. I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I really just want a lot of kids because I want <laughs> Because I wanna say, I did that. I did that. I did that. Like I feel like Mother Nature. It's being a mother. It's just a beautiful thing, you know. You mean motherhood? Motherhood. <laughs> That's how you know I ain't ready for no kids. <laughs> motherhood. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just really see myself having a big family. Okay. And being in love. So you live in a fairy tale. You still, it's just, this, this is the actress in you. You just think life is supposed to be like movies? Oh. Or you want it to be, yo, my life to be like the movies? Uh-uh. Mm-mm. But you genuinely want a big family. I want a big family. Yeah. And uh, if you don't have it, are you going to be upset? No, because things happen in life, you know. Maybe that wasn't what I was supposed to, you know, have. What is your motivation behind having children? Like, this is has your upbringing changed the way or shaped the way that you want to have your family dynamic? Uh, Yes. It's certain things I would... I would do that my mom wouldn't do or certain things that I wouldn't do that she did, mm-hmm. or just my family in general. And um, <clears throat> I don't know. I just feel like 
we're breaking generational curses right now. So I feel like once they are broken all the way, girl, I forgot what I was about to say, but it was gonna be good. <laughs> <laughs> it was gonna be so good. <laughs> Hold on, but we're breaking generational curses, and then you stopped. Yeah. How are we breaking generational curses? Now we going to another subject. No, you've said it. How are we doing it? I feel like for okay, how are we doing it is. Uh, now I'm blank right now. Cause you just be saying shit. <laughs> you just be saying shit. No, that sound good. Cause sometimes I do be saying stuff just to talk, but like <laughs> I had people be saying stuff, and I said something. <laughs> but I had something good to say. That's uh-huh. the thing. But like it was the reason why I said generational curses. Cause like that's a big thing. It is a big thing. I'm gonna help you out. Go ahead, girl. So. I, I think we all have issues with speaking English. <laughs> and I think that because I was so focused on academics, I think I'm the best speaker out of the family, but that don't say much because we still all suck. I think you were trying to say we're breaking generational curses. And those generational curses are <clears throat> our mother is an alcoholic. Our father is an alcoholic. We are trying not to be alcoholics. We are trying to practice alcoholism. And the uh, most healthiest way, which is you don't have to go to alcohol to cope through your issues. You don't have to use alcohol as a way to exist every day and live. Like you should be using it as a as a as a casual activity, and it shouldn't be used as a mental health uh, healer band aid healer. Is that what you meant? Yeah. All right. Because <laughs> people think like <clears throat> doing the stuff <clears throat> that's like harming your body is what's healing you. Mm-hmm. But it's really not. You just harm your body even more and harm your mental state. What is your th- what are uh, what are some of your experiences with the good and the bad of mental health? Because mm. I think when people talk about mental health, they always want to just focus on the bad parts. When there's a lot of good parts that come to, uh, with being mentally healthy. But being mentally healthy? Yeah. So, like, you've, I'm sure, I've seen you depressed and sad. Mm-hmm. And I've seen you in a better space. But I can't say if you were actually really happy because you're the only one that truly knows. So, speak about your, what does Tamisha look like when she's genuinely not in a funk and when she is? Oh. <clears throat> Excuse me. When I'm genuinely not in a funk, it's like when I'm, like, I feel like I do the same things when I'm in and not. So sometimes it's kind of hard to see if I'm really mm-hmm. am sad. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people, they can't really read me yeah. in a way just because I don't really like to show that I'm sad unless I say it out loud, unless the people that do know me, they know, like, if I constantly keep telling you, oh, let's go out, let's do this, I just need to get out, that's how you know I'm in the funk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I can't stay in the house because I know my thoughts is going to, like, take control of me and I don't like that feeling. So I always have to go out and do something. It can either just be running or something. Like, I always have to be on the move when I'm in a funk. Mm-hmm. And I'm always on the move when I'm not in a funk, but it's it, it's more of a more of a positive mindset while doing that. So. Okay. Yeah. I always have to be on my toes when I'm in a funk, even more, 10 times more, just to prove that I'm not in a funk. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go to that that place where, that place you was in when I came home from college. And you were not getting up off the couch. You was barely eating. 
You was in college, that? No, I had graduated, came home. Oh, I forgot. Pan- pandemic. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, I for- you know what? I don't think you ever said that before. You was in college for a long time. No, I wasn't. I was in college for four years. Four years. You graduated. I, I, I keep on forgetting. A lot of people, you didn't have a same I didn't money. have a graduation. Yeah, that's why. I'm like, girl, when you graduate? I forgot. COVID. Okay. <laughs> keep going. So, you know what I'm talking about that. Yeah. All right. So, talk about that because I was able to see you was depressed as fuck. Yeah. That is, okay. That is when, rest in peace, like Twitch, the one, the person, um, the guy that died, mm-hmm. the man that died, um, People didn't know that he was in the funk until it actually happened. Mm-hmm. And that stage that I was in, I already planned on ki- like committing suicide. <laughs> I okay. planned on it. Until, I don't know, that was the day. I planned on it before y'all, you came towards where you basically, I would say, you and a uh, girl, oh my God, I'm about to cry. I don't feel like crying right now. Uh, you. <laughs> girl, you finna cry, cry. Don't be faking it. Girl. You already done told the people that you were colorist. Keep going. No, I'm not, y'all. You and Shania Uh saved me from committing suicide. Yeah. I ain't about to cry. So, yeah. So, that day is when I was was defeated, pretty much. Mm -hmm. I was, even though that day I wasn't going to kill myself, but it was the day before. The day after, right? No, the day before. Mm-hmm. That I planned on, I already had it down to the T until I got that call from you. And the next day, you came over again or whatever. And I was just, I was defeated. I finally showed that I wasn't okay, pretty much. No, nah, you were showing it, but she wasn't showing yeah. what was making you not okay. Yeah, I was showing it, but that day, since I know people, like, since I told you about it, mm-hmm. I felt like I was okay to be defeated mm-hmm. and to really embrace it even more. Mm-hmm. And it just came over me once people uh, found out why the reasons why I was like this. I didn't have to hide, try keep trying to hide it in a way while still trying to smell. And I knew that day I wasn't smelling. I wasn't. I was. I was just on that couch. <laughs> I wasn't eating or nothing. So yeah, it's kind of like you know when you know. You mm-hmm. can you can um be in a funk, stuff like that. Do things <clears throat> to make you get out of the funk, but and try not to you know show it. But you'll know when that day comes, you'll know and you'll just show it. That day even when you're more. ready to give up. Yeah, when you're really, really ready to give up, you'll show it even more. If you haven't already showed that you, you know, dealing with stuff mentally. Now that you re, uh, reflect on that moment in time where you wanted to give it a, give up and you think about all the reasons why you wanted to give up, do you think that it was worth giving up? Like, are you glad that you didn't do it? Or yeah. You would have been okay if you did do it. 100%, because I honestly didn't want to die. I didn't want to do it, but it was just, I just felt like, why I'm here? Why am I here, pretty much? Like, I don't know. Like, it was like, it wasn't me at that time. I don't, I, didn't, I actually, I didn't know who I was. But mm-hmm. I can't even say that if that okay. was me or not. But that makes sense. When I tell you, I was blanked. My head was fuzzy. It was just like, I was at a dark space, mm-hmm. and it was like overpowering everything that in me that to keep me wanting to fight. <clears throat> a question I never asked you during that time was, what you were currently because you were dealing with 
things currently in your life? Mm-hmm. Did you have anything about your upbringing that traveled to you for the, in that moment that you probably um, didn't know was still bothering you? Yeah. Um, I would say uh, when I got sexually assaulted when I was uh, 10, that every step of the way was getting to me. But I tried to – I actually blanked it out once my sister got uh, – I can say that, right? No, I don't know. Once someone, oh, I already damn cut that. Out. <laughs> <laughs> Once, okay. You had somebody special to you that experienced sexual assault. Yes, and it was way more graphic than what you experienced. Yes. Okay. So I blanked that out until once the stuff that was happening to me right then and there, mm-hmm. it brought back even more memories mm-hmm. with that even more, and I just felt like stuff just kind of keep happening. And stuff like that. And once I grew into, like, um, talking to men more, that brought it up even more just because, like, okay, I just felt like a little kid again with certain men that I was around. I felt like I was still, I was back where I was when I was 10. Mm-hmm. So that messed with my mental, like, every step of my stages in life. Until now. So, like, what happened with my ex is what put the icing on the cake. I was still dealing with stuff before him. Mm-hmm. And then what happened with him, he put the icing on the cake, and now I basically I exploded in a way. I okay. I feel like I just couldn't take all that stuff anymore. <laughs> I was drained. When, when you say you were sexually assaulted at the age of 10, did you know that had happened to you at the age of 10, or did you realize that that is what happened to you when you got older? Uh, As I got older. Cause I knew it was we- it was weird. Cause I'm like, I'm just like uh, why you pulling? Why you unzipping me? Why you touch my private part? Why you push me down? Why you choke me? <laughs> and then my mom called. Um, and her once he heard her voice, he basically just got up. He basically just got up and left. And now I'm looking out the window. While he got the groceries in his hand, you know, helping mama, I'm just like, okay. <laughs> While I'm just looking out the window, mm-hmm. and I just gathered my, I didn't even know how to gather myself. I was just a kid, so I just like, okay, and I just went back downstairs, and we had to go because he was helping us, uh, you know, pack the stuff to go into the new uh, house. Yeah. So after that, what made it worse was that um, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't uh, enough room in the car, mm-hmm. so I had to sit on his lap after that, and he was rubbing himself up on my butt and I just was looking out the window and you know some people would say why you didn't say nothing because I was a kid and on top of I didn't know what to do even though my mom was in the front seat <laughs> it just I was just like oh and then once I started to watch tv more movies and stuff like that and growing up of course I realized that it wasn't okay because I'm older now and now I'm in school and the news and all that stuff so yeah so I'm going to give a, a quick synopsis because I understand that when somebody's telling their story, they're telling it as if they're there. Like you have, you can't not just go back to that place. And so you're talking about it as if you're there currently. And so the person that's listening, they probably are like trying to catch up with you because they can't really get the beginning, end, middle and end. Yeah. So basically uh, we were moving yet again. And my mom had um, a family friend help us move. And um, he was older than both me and Tamisha. And uh, Tamisha said that when they were alone p- packing things, he tried to um, 
phys- uh, he tried to sexually assault her. And the thing that saved it from actually happening to being pen- penetrative uh, sexual assault is that my mother said something or called his name and he heard it and stopped. And so uh, that sexual assault did not stop there because we had to continue to keep moving and she didn't know exactly how to communicate what the hell just happened to her. And so now we're all in the car and we're moving probably another pack of things to wherever we were moving to. He's in the car with us and Tamisha had to sit on his lap. Uh, If you have questions about why the fuck she's sitting on his lap, well, that's because my mom thought this person was a friendly. And so if the car is packed, and you don't have your own seat, like, we will all just sit on people. Uh, we will pack up and sit on laps. Yeah, but on most occasions, the mom wouldn't dare let us yeah. sit on any men. We wouldn't sit lap. on men's laps, but I'm sure there was probably no other lap to sit on or yeah. open spot, and so she had to sit on the person that just tried to criminally sexually assault her. Uh, I didn't know about this until years later, and I think it's because you had your own woes with growing up. And mm-hmm. we didn't have the, a real relationship until probably college, maybe, when I went to college. Yeah. I feel like we just grew up as kids, pretty much. We'd go outside, stuff like that. Yeah. And we really didn't talk about this stuff just because, like, I don't know. We I don't just know kids. Either. I feel it's like just, we were just kids. Yeah. We was, like, the, the normal. I would say normal kids. It, like, we just did, like, kids stuff. Towards where it was, like, we had our, all had our own thing. And plus, they was older than me. So, we all had our own thing until yeah. we got older. So, we started to, like, le- we started to learn how to connect more with the Yeah, with as we got other. older. I think because our mom started reacting mentally to all of the memories she suppressed from her childhood and upbringing. That's where we all, like, came together and, and grew closer because we were being affected by her having her issues with her, her own life decisions. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that's what helped us all form some type of real co- uh, connection. I, Because I personally had my own experience growing up, too, where I escaped sexual assault. And you probably feel like you escaped it because he, he wasn't able to penetrate you. Yeah, but even though he was still wrong, he did touch me without yeah. my permission, pretty much. Sexual so. assault is any unwanted touch sexually. That's what sexual assault is, and a lot of people think it's supposed to be a very aggressive display of sex, but that's just criminal penetrative sexual assault. Uh, And that's like the same thing that I thought growing up. I escaped it twice and I never told anybody, but like a childhood best friend. And and I think it, I think like I knew like whatever was happening wasn't supposed to happen, but I also didn't think I needed to say anything because it didn't go past just you trying to do it. Yeah. And so, like, when I had, like, a documentary on campus, I was um, doing a – I was interviewing a bunch of survivors of sexual assault on campus, and they were telling me, like, oh, we know – you told us about your story. Why don't you get in front of the camera and say it? I said, I don't feel like I'm like y'all because y'all actually had the act of sex performed on y'all, and I feel like I was able to escape it. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't – the only thing I really chose to do was tell, ma, uh, tell mama when I graduated college, like, hey, this happened to me, but I don't want to – go any I don't want to do much with it but just tell you because you're the only person that I felt like needed to know this happened because you're the one that's supposed to protect me yeah did you ever have a conversation with mama about your experience I did I think a couple months after I told you um and it was when I was 20 I'm 23 now so I, I was 21 
Mm. I told her. Um, and like, sad to say, because she she's dealing with her own problems. So like, sometimes I feel like someone is like not mentally, you know, there in a way. They don't. They always reflect back on themselves mm-hmm. um, more than actually really listening to the person that's telling them something. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like. Talk to a blank wall. Yeah, at first she she understood I was coming. She started tearing up and stuff like that. But then she, you know how mom mom was saying, did, did she did they freak you? Like she said, she, yeah. she used the word freak, and I was like, some no, they just like touched me without my permission, pretty much. Um, and like it's basically, I'm gonna put it in my words. She basically said, gotta have thick skin. Boys would be boys. Um, he probably don't even know what happened. Um, anymore at this mm-hmm. um his age right now. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, in my head, I'm like, but I you remember? I still remember. Yeah. And then she ended up saying how I got freaked on, and you didn't. So basically, be lucky mm-hmm. <laughs> that mm-hmm. you didn't really get touched on how I did. She, yeah. It was like kind of like reflecting back on her. I I I. Yeah. But I'm telling you that my story's worse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like, huh? I was like, okay, I'm just just call it a day. And then um right after right after we got done or whatever, she said, Oh yeah, uh, I told her not leave the beat, tell nobody, stuff like that. And then she got on the call <laughs> and told somebody. <laughs> oh, right wow. after we got off a conversation. So I don't know, it just I just felt like I still wasn't hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just she was listening, but she really wasn't listening. I like I don't know, I just I was just looking for her comfort in a way. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. I think that um, a lot of people need to see people have these real conversations with their parents because that's like the first experience you're supposed to have with love and what that looks like. And I think we, did you think that you grew up in a household of love? Um, to a certain extent, yeah. Just because um, all we had was each other in a way. It was Tamika and her three kids mm-hmm. pretty much throughout our whole life. Mm-hmm. And like, Felt like that was a sense of love just because we could always find a way to connect throughout the sad moments that we had. Okay, because we went through them together. Together. Uh huh. So it was just, and even though it's like we all had our own little things on that we need to touch on when it came to. Feeling that we are loved in a way, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It's just like when we was when we when we were all we all be together. It, you can, that's you can the, feel the love. I can feel the love. Okay, but when you alone, no, you, no, I don't feel the. You love. You didn't have individual love just for yourself. Yes, I understand that. It was just like I don't know because we were always like we just. I feel like we are a laughter type of family. Yeah. We always laugh, and it can be the smallest thing, or we just looking at each other and we just yeah. laugh because of what someone else did. Mm-hmm. But when it came to individually wanting to be comforted in yeah. a way with certain things that I needed to be comforted with, mm-hmm. there was nowhere, there no, was nowhere, nowhere to, to turn. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, I feel like they didn't like one, our mother probably didn't know how to communicate passionately about things. Cause yeah. she is herself, um, her, a survivor of sexual assault and her mom abuse. Was, was tough love. She had tough love growing up. Yeah. And it wasn't, I wanted the gentle love. And then I get to my mom, she was, mom was, she was always looking out for us when it comes to, like, 
us, like, you mean, because she will always say thick skin, thick skin. Like, always have thick skin pretty much, no matter what. But at the same time, sometimes I don't want to have thick skin. Mm-hmm. I want to cry. And she'll be like, feel. I want to feel it. And she'll be like, what are you crying for? You got to wipe those tears, stuff like that. Blah, blah, blah. But, and still to this day, she still say this. But now I feel like she, she's getting to a point where she's trying to have that gentle p- parenting mm-hmm. type of love. But it's, I kind of feel like it's too late. It's too late. Because we're older now and we're doing that for ourselves. We know yeah. how to yeah. do it now. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever said it like that to her? No, I just feel like I actually don't. And I, I, I would never say that even though we're on a podcast now. She probably will see it just because I want her to experience that. The gentle parenting. I want her to experience that because that's what she felt like she wanted. She wants to, wants to do now with our nephews. Yeah. So what so, she didn't do for us, you want her to experience that by doing it through with our nephews and with us still. I feel like even though it's, I feel personally it's too late. But at the same time, at the end of the day, it's never too late for certain things. And I feel like she, you never know when she might end end up, you know, dying or us. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if she's she's trying to change. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let her. I'm gonna allow her to do that because that's what she wants to do in her life. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna allow her to do that. Mm-hmm. That's because it's not nothing negative. It's mm-hmm. like her trying to switch it up, her parenting, mm-hmm. and trying. And because I feel like she, that's what she see that that's what we always wanted was like the more so gentle love. She probably don't see that. You speaking from what you think. We the yeah. only thing you can do is ask her and see what her real perspective is. But yeah. I just feel like I don't know. I'm just I'm just letting her do her right now when it comes to trying to uh, you know change her way of doing things when it comes to being our mom. Just because I know it's not negative, it's uh-huh. her trying to be better. Do you think that you've said enough to her for her to figure out how she should parent us now that we're adults? No, because. Sometimes it's just, I don't know. Sometimes it's like I would say I, I, I can never have that moment to talk to her in that way. Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> <laughs> say it. Girl, say it. You're going to let me get a whooping. I'm trying to get a whooping on you. <laughs> Girl. Because, um... She's under the influence of liquor, mm-hmm. and like I don't want to talk to someone that's not sober, especially my mom, mm-hmm. <laughs> or even just with y'all. If I if I'm trying to talk to y'all, you know, um, uh, have a conversation with y'all, and it's very sentimental stuff like that. I really want y'all to hear me. Yeah, but you ain't got that issue with us because we're not alcoholics. Yeah, but my mom is like you know. Sometimes when I really want to have that moment to talk to her, you can't. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like we don't want to. It's just we can't. Yeah, we can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't, I hate that. Um, Mama have like she 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 gave herself this perception that she's this bubbly, happy go lucky mom. Yeah. And like all our friends, I'm sure you, your friends have told you like, y'all went through stuff for real. Yeah. Like your mama always happy fun and she a All fun time. mom and but she you how do you why you why don't you have a good relationship with your mom cuz it seems like y'all do. Yeah. 
that's it's the same way of me going to school with my heels and stuff on. I'm the life of the party. I'm happy go lucky. I'm the goofy friend, stuff like that. Blah blah. blah the positive, optimistic person. But when I go home, it's something else. But people don't see that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the same way like that. You don't see all that stuff because I'm not going to show you how I'm really feeling. Because yeah. I don't want to ruin the uh, <laughs> the mood. Yeah. Stuff like that, you know? And why would I show you what's going on in my household? I really don't know you like that. Yeah. You know? So this is something that's like a family, family matter. I want to keep it within myself. And when I do... I just feel like I'm in a different space when I'm somewhere I'm where I'm when I'm somewhere else. Like for example, school. For that's probably how Mama feel. She at our games and stuff like that. So it's kind of like a a switch. A switch that you turn on and off. Yeah, I would say it. It, it could, it's genuine in a way because like yeah. she still she's she genuinely her kids. is a happy go lucky want to have fun person, but she also is dealing with a lot of fucking trauma. Yeah. And that's something she has to fix within herself. We yeah. can't do nothing about it. Yeah. And we can only say too much, and it's for her to take it. And if she don't take it, oh, well, can't do too much anymore about it. We got stuff we need to do, don't get a deal with ourselves. <laughs> I don't like, I always feel guilty whenever, like, I try to tell my story, and it's a lot about, it's like I feel like I'm shitting on my mom. Yeah, and y'all probably think that. Yeah, a lot of people will probably think that, but that's, like, our truth. Because we spent most of our lives with our mom. And that's because we didn't have a father that chose to be in our lives the way that he should have. And so we have less experiences to actually speak on to speak about having a father there. So I feel like like uh, absentee parents, mm-hmm. I hate any kind of those because you're basically uh, taking the easy way out yeah. of parenting. But by not being there, but choosing to be there, you really got to go through the, the trials and errors of being a parent. And so... If Tamika is listening or watches this pod, I do not want you to think that we're shitting on you. We're just telling our truths because it was not always great times. Would you like for us to only just talk about the great times? Yes. Would that happen? No, the fuck it won't. <laughs> but yeah, um, I wanted to lead a pie on so, uh, a short reflection for yourself. Uh... I have two questions, and I know you do street interviews in New York for me, so you you know this question, but this is a new question I got for this season. Um, if you could say something to your younger self, what would it be? I would say thank you. And the reason why I'm saying thank you is because without you, I feel like I will be hmm. Hold up. Yeah, those street interview questions are a little different when you got to answer yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You need a little bit more seconds on that? I feel like, thank you for, like, protecting me. Okay. And I want to say that I feel like I protected myself throughout a lot of occasions that mm-hmm. 
you know, was brought into my life. Mm-hmm. And she was my comfort. And she still is my comfort. And that's because, like, you know, I do this thing where I rock myself to sleep. And I honestly feel like that's my inner self rocking myself to sleep every mm-hmm. night. Saying, you know, you made it through the day. I'm proud of you pretty much. Mm-hmm. So my inner child has been, it's still with me. It's still continue on, it's, it's still going to continue on being with me because I want my inner child to still be in my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. What do you think the younger you would say to you today? I would say made it on TV. <laughs> they they would say thank you to me. Because, like, my little kid stuff, I'm doing it now. Yeah. So, like, I'm healing that hurt. Because I couldn't do that when I was a kid because we didn't have the resources to do that. And the opportunities, yeah. So now I'm doing the stuff that I always wanted to do when I was little. Like, I was going to move to L.A. Mm-hmm. I'm here in New York. And as when I was little, I always say, I want to be on Broadway. Even though I hate Broadway now because I probably won't even be on Broadway. So sorry, in the chat, I'm sorry. But New York, living in New York, this always been something I always wanted to do as a child. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing it now, even though I, I really did, I don't like New York like that. <laughs> but I did it. Mm-hmm. My inner child, that's what she wanted to do. And look at it. I'm here. In New York. New York. Conjuring Stop. So, yeah. Like, you know, I'm on. I got to be on TV twice. You know, I still. I still got, you know, more things to do. I'm still perfecting my craft. Stuff Man, like you're doing that. more than just TV. You on I'm social just, media. On social you have media. 400K followers on your TikTok That's, and growing. You do your own. You write your own monologues and plays. Yeah. You, you, you film them when you can or you go get motherfuckers to film them for you. You perform those and you touch people that watch your shit. That's all the way in Connecticut and you're in New York. You do more than just be on TV twice. I, I know. I'm just, I'm, okay, and that stuff too, because I always wanted to be that social media person growing up as well. The YouTuber, even though I'm not into YouTube, I'm talking about like TikTok and all that stuff. I don't know. Right now, I'm he- healing my inner child. Mm-hmm. And I'm all, and that's make, and that's healing me. This, healing me in a way. Yeah. Just because the stuff that I do now, I still have my days when, it, when it's like up and down. But knowing that I'm healing myself, that's what healing me to keep going forward. Because mm-hmm. I know I'm doing something. Purposeful. Yeah. Okay. You got anything else to say before we close out? It's healing season, baby. <laughs> so grab your tea <laughs> and you know what I mean. And sip it and say those affirmations daily. Mwah. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. <laughs> Come on, baby. Don't play with All right. it. All right. If you are on YouTube, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, <laughs> and hit that bell. And if you are on your favorite streaming platform, thank you for tuning in. <laughs>